Hello and welcome back to Minor Crisis. I'm your host Molly Holloman and I'm back again with my husband. JP Holloman. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, I feel like we have so much to talk about, but we're going to try to keep it uh, what's the word? Together, precise. Intentful. Mm-hmm. Intentful, sure. I don't think I don't think when people think of me those are the words that they would describe me as. <laughs> But we're on our last day of spring break slash vacation. It's a cozy Sunday afternoon. Been storming a little bit. This is the vibe that I love. Like, I have the coziest blanket. I have my little juice with me. Um, And it's been raining. We're doing laundry. The dogs are with us. Like, it's a cozy, like, it's not a do-nothing day, but it's a very relaxing day. It's, I love these. I love these days. It's, for that. it's what I love about being married, and it's just fun. Yeah. But yes, we're on our last day of spring break slash vacation. My vacation, John Patrick's spring break. Did you have a good break? I did have a good break. I, I do feel rested now. I guess I, I think I'm ready to go back. It feels like the shortest break and the longest break. Like, we've been... Was it six days? Because I worked I worked last Sunday. But it was half Yeah. Days. It still counts. It was half a day, so I don't... Te- so I don't work. Technically it counts. Technically it doesn't. But, okay, six days. It feels like I haven't been to work in, like, six years, but also six minutes. hmm It's weird. I'm excited to go back. I feel like I have a fresh head on my shoulders, and I feel relaxed, and I'm ready to get back in there. Not really. <laughs> but- Gotta hit the grindstone. Yeah. Who else said that? Someone else said grindstone. Yeah, like face to the grindstone. I think that was Lauren. No, she did say that. It was yeah. Lauren, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, Lauren. <laughs> I was like, where have I heard that? Um, so yeah. What would what's what was your favorite thing we did? Well, I mean, probably Key West or like the keys in general. Mm-hmm. It's always my favorite. I don't think there's much that we can do that tops that. The picture was really cool. Yeah. Um, the food was good. Food was good. Yeah. So we'll kind of take you through a really quick recap of our week. So family came in. We were showing them around Fort Lauderdale. Then we spent a day in Miami. We went out to the Everglades a little bit. Um, paid our respects to the flight that went down in 1996. Um, you know, 110 people lost their lives. It was, it was very sad that we went, but I'm glad that we went to see that because it, yeah, me too. It just puts everything in perspective and like life's not promised. Um, so I always like going to things like that, but it also makes me sob uncontrollably. And after Miami, we went to Key West the next day. Yep. And then we, and the last day was kind of like a chill day. We went shopping a little bit. Yeah, we celebrated my birthday early because our family won't be here for my birthday. So that was really special. My mom got me cake and flowers. It just is so sweet. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was nice. But I would definitely say my favorite thing was the iris photography. It was super cool. Yeah. So this place is called Iris Photo LLC. It's at Bayside Market in Miami. It's super cool. Ours was, 
it was our two irises colliding, mm -hmm. like Photoshop to look like it was colliding. It's amazing. I think it was 17 by 22 inches. Um, and it's like $160, right, Molly? I think it was 168 It was well, 168, 168 for the picture that we chose. Which is a very reasonable price compared to the other competition. And right. we don't have anything like this in South Florida. But now we do. We had, so. we had always talked about it because it's such an important thing for us to do because of John Patrick's, uh, what do you call it? Career. Your career yeah. path. And it signifies our relationship, like you and I coming together as one. And the fact that the camera can pick up that quality is insane. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely insane. Beautiful. You can see all of the the depths, the tissues, the crypts, and all the cool stuff about it. I'm actually going to post a picture of it on the Minor Crisis podcast Instagram so that everyone can see it, and it's super cool. And we also picked up our pottery this week. We did. We did pottery. We did. did we mention that we did that on Valentine's Day yet? I don't know. No? I don't Maybe know. not. Yeah, Valentine's Day, John Patrick surprised me with a pottery and sip class so you got to paint your pottery and sip wine and of course it takes a week for them to get it fully set so we picked that up on thursday and it's so cute it's amazing i mean the curing process or whatever it is mm -hmm. it turns it from just like stone to the smooth plate it's beautiful and the colors look so good yeah they like set the paint and they gloss it and cure it and it's so beautiful and i like feeling our home with things that we've created like the yeah. photo this photo of our eyes is gonna look really great and then one day you'll put it in your office and then the pottery like it makes our home more homey it's more personalized yes you know customized to us and i will say we did an airboat tour this is no, we did not do an airboat tour. We want to do an airboat tour. To do an airboat tour. I'm sorry. I'm confused. We did a... We did a boat tour, like a celebrity mansion boat tour. Yes. And it was around like Star Island and stuff like that in Miami Beach. Yes. That is really fun. I just like being on a boat in general. Um, It was our second time seeing these mansions. Which I think is really cool to see, like where Shakira, J Lo, Rihanna, Diddy, you know, now that invented Viagra. <laughs> okay, this man had thirty palm trees imported from Africa, and the palm trees are ten thousand dollars a piece. Yep. So ten thousand times thirty, you do the math. Now I'm not gonna lie, they looked pretty cool. They they actually looked different than real than like regular palm trees here. They are beautiful palm trees. Yes, they are really pretty. But and this guy has a huge greenhouse. Yes. And uh, it's gorgeous. I mean, it was like ninety million, I think, for the whole thing. The first time. This is like the same size as the mansion. Yes. It's insane. No, but it's awesome. Um, and the the waves. <laughs> yes oh my goodness there were obviously there were all types of boats in the water near the marina um going back to the dock but you know like you know young drivers they don't really have any regard for the boat tours so they're just crashing waves and going at high speed and 
It was actually really fun. At one point, we were so high off the water when we crashed back into the wave. I was like, this is fun. Felt like a roller coaster. It did. It was like, <laughs> or like the, they're like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. Yes. Like when you go up and down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my stomach was doing flips. And then let's not even talk about the drinks. Oh my God. $60. That was That's ridiculous. I mean, I would have never spent that much. And like, Tuity was included and you did get a souvenir cup, but. It's ridiculous. Now, there's a difference between paying for drinks at a bar and then like chugging mini bottles at a gas station. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no, it's too much. Wait. It's ridiculous. You feel the same exact way whether you're spending $5 versus $60. Like, you're paying for the experience. You really are. With and you just never doing again. You just have to decide if you want to do that or not. It's not worth it. But you live and you learn. You get really cool views of the city on the tour, though. Yeah, it's really great. It's beautiful. Um, but at the end, you know, it is what it is. So on the tour... There is a guy with a microphone, obviously, and he's going around and he's telling you, you know, which house is which, and he's making little witty jokes in between, and they play music, but towards the end, they make you all, like, come into the boat and sit down as they're going up to the dock, and he gave, like, a five-minute spiel about how they accept tips and tips are so greatly appreciated and they live off tips and they need tips because Miami is so expensive and it's a beautiful city but it's expensive and tips are blah, blah. And I was like I was like are you kidding me like are you absolutely kidding me and then they have this five gallon bucket that it's like tips 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 and he's walking around everyone with this big bucket and he goes and stands where you get off the boat. So, like, you have to pass him to get off the boat. And he's standing there with this big tip bucket. Now, we tip. We believe in tipping. You know, if we have cash, obviously we're going to tip. I did not have cash. John Patrick did not have cash. Um, Mom didn't have cash. I think Derek had cash. So, Derek gave him $5. But... When we were leaving the boat, John Patrick found a quarter. He picked up the quarter and puts it in his pocket. And I guess you can tell him you're... Yeah, I mean, I just put it in my pocket, and I'm walking off the boat. And the guy is saying, like, thank you or something as I pass. Yeah. And then what did he say? So it didn't even register with anyone that he was talking about you until, like, 10 seconds after he said it. But he was like... He goes, man, I hate it when people put their hands in their pockets like they're going to tip and they don't. Yeah, so, like, like, passive-aggressive. I was like, wait a minute. Did he just, did he just say that about my husband? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I just had to walk away because, and luckily I didn't even know it was about me until we were walked away, but. If, if it had registered in the moment, I would have been like, you're lucky you're getting anything. No one has to tip you. Yeah, tips are completely voluntary. And for you to sit there and complain and dictate about who's giving you a tip and who's not. And we just don't normally have cash. You. You know? You have got me all types. Oof. It's it's making me 
But I don't know. The more he talked about tips, the less I wanted to give him one anyways. It's, yeah, it's so infuriating. Like, of course you can mention that you accept tips. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, in order to get tips, you have to let people know to tip, right? I'm all for that. But to can, but to keep egging it on, and then someone walks past you with their hands in your pocket, and so suddenly you feel some type of way. And and listen, I was a server. I fully believe in tipping service workers. Right. This guy sat on a very nice boat with air conditioning and just read stuff off of a script. Yes. I'm like, was that really work? And most of, so they have like four to five people working on this boat, which is completely unnecessary because it's small. And most of the time they were sitting behind the bar, hanging out with the bartender. Yeah. So I don't really know. They didn't do much. What they, work is being done? They were just, they were there to make sure no one fell off the boat. I mean, they did their sweepstakes. They took pictures. You could buy the picture if you wanted to. But other than that, they were sitting down and just having a good time. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, what do you want? Yeah. It's, I, and he was talking like he doesn't get paid or something. Like he just basically only makes tip money. Oh, yeah. They were talking like they only survive off tip. They're basically like a very large majority of our income is tips. I'm like, shut up. Huh. I mean, we don't know what they get paid, but. Like, waiting tables is different. You're actually working. Like, no. I would I would be working up a sweat when I would wait tables. Like, that, I think. They've got to be at least be making 15 There's no way they just work on a boat and make $12 an hour. Yeah. So, you should be very appreciative. You know? You don't call people. That's so annoying. You don't call people all like that. And then, like... Did that make other people not want to tip or make them want to tip? I feel like that made me not want to tip if he's being like that to some, another person. And I, and I didn't care. After I knew what he said, I was telling everybody around me how I felt because that was ridiculous. You don't do that. That's not something you do. No, but like, are you new to customer service? Yeah. Well, we're, we were going to talk about customer service anyways. For service in general, that's just not something you do. And I feel like majority of the people lack customer service and you know when I used to interview people at my other job my first question is what does customer service mean to you because if you don't know what customer service means to you I don't want to hire you customer service is a lost art down here yes we do have servers that do have very good customer service but then there's Lots of workers that are just like, they just can't be bothered. Yeah. Either that or they just don't know what they're doing or, I don't know. It's very frustrating when, and, you know, I said this yesterday in the car, but people from, like, the age of 16 to 20, whenever we go out around here, whether, you know, it's a store, a restaurant, whatever it may be, it is so hard to get the worker to speak to me like they cannot hold a conversation they cannot hold a sentence they do not talk they don't even look up from the screen like it's ridiculous especially drive-through workers mm -hmm. I've, I've had entire like drive-through interactions and not a single word was spoken 
you know how awkward that is? Like, they just open up and they say the total. You give them the card. No other words. So many times I have gone somewhere and they open up the window, hand me my card, hand me my receipt, hand me my food. Nothing. And they slam the door all the time. Yeah, they'll hit the window and slam it shut. I'm like, dang. We were somewhere the other day and bed. she slammed that door in our face. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, are you absolutely kidding me? I, I mean, understand. there's just so many interactions that we've had where it's just, <sighs> terrible. Yeah, or like you bring up a problem and then they just stare at you. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, it's like, does everybody hate their life here? <laughs> or just what like, is it? Just like the other night, we went out to dinner with our friends and the host acted so confused. And I'm like, baby, this is your job. Like, <laughs> what are you confused That's about? Yes. And she's like, oh, it's going to be an hour. Well, five minutes later, we got a text saying our table was ready. And then another 10 minutes later, we got a text saying our table was ready. So we go up and we're like, hey, we were quoted an hour. It says our table's ready. We were like 20 minutes late to this because we'd gone to do something else. Right. Since, you know, we had been told it was an hour and we were in a shopping center. We're like, well, let's go somewhere. Yes. And she dead ass looks at us and she goes, how many? And we were like four. She goes, your reservation says two. I was like, okay, well, are you dumb or are you dumb? Because he said four. And I know he said four because I was standing right next to him. Wow, it says two. And then she's like, wait right here. Don't move. We proceeded to wait another 10 to 15 minutes. 20 probably. Well, probably 20, yeah. So at this point, I'm getting hangry. I'm wearing heels. I'm annoyed. Um, We grabbed the manager and... The manager just looks like a deer in the headlights. He's like, oh, oh. Um, and then he gave us a table number that was full and across the restaurant, the opposite way of where he was sending us. I was like, who's in charge? Well, that was the back of house manager. Yes. And like, I'm surprised that he actually stepped up and tried to fix that for us because instead of just like getting, doing it to the other one. And the crazy thing was we saw the front of house manager and she was there and she was doing nothing. She was worried about little other things and she was just staring at people waiting. And, and not to go out too off, off topic, but I feel like managers do that all the time. They focus on the things that don't matter. Yeah. It's like, get these people to tables. That's it. Doesn't matter the little, like, you can skip, you can cut some corners. Yeah. But get it done because there were so many people in that little, like, waiting area. Exactly. If I'm the front of house manager, my main priority is getting these cluster of people cleared. Yes. Move the people first and then deal with the other stuff. People always come first. And even if it's like, hey, guys, I know you guys are all waiting for a table. I need you guys on this side. I need half of you on this side. Like, I need you to clear the area. No, it was just. Yeah, because that can't be safe. It, it wasn't. It was not safe. Every, we were like chest to chest. People trying to get by. People trying to get in. There were strollers. There were kids. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous to run a restaurant like that. Mm. Anyway. Granted, server was great, though. We yeah. got really lucky with the server. You Shut know how up. rare it is for a server to, like, get your drink without asking you? Yeah. I don't know why that's so rare, but it's... Oh, shout out, Jerry. Good job, Jerry. Was that his name, Jerry? Yeah. Jerry it's... was a real one. Good job, Jerry. <laughs> um, But, no, Miami was great. And Key West, 
I say it every single time. Key West is like my second home. I think my mom took me, I want to say it was my 16th birthday, the very first time I went. I want to say that. I think it was. I could. 16 or 17. One of those. It's such a blur. I've, I've gone so many times I don't know when for which birthday I have I have no idea but I love going I love the drive the drive doesn't even feel horrible because it's so scenic on the way there's like pastel colored shops everything is themed there's like you know fake sharks fake dolphins on the side of the road like it's so cute like jeeps are colored really cute and the beach houses and in the water in general and the water you can see the closer you get you see more water but when you start to see water poking through like in between houses and off the side of the road and you see all the fish markets it's just so fun i love it no it's it's awesome it's, it's it's really nice. It it makes me feel like my own paradise without having to go so far. Now, we do have to say the beaches are not the best in the Keys, but we got really lucky and we found a couple that we really like. Oh, yeah. If, you, if you've ever been to Key West, which I'm sure most of you have, um, you know that the beaches, you know, there's not a lot of sand. It's very rocky. Um, we personally like to go to the Bahia Honda State Park because... There's just so much sand, and when the tide goes out, it's so beautiful. It's clear water for miles. The sandbars. You can walk, like, a mile into the water, and you're still, like, only knee or hip length. It's It's super cool. I love it so much. It's like a shipwreck island, I've always said. And, you know, my dream is to go to Fiji and Bora Bora. You know what? I should be tripping with Tart right now. I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm so pissed. But whatever. We won't get into that. Um, So I feel like... Key West will do for now until it does until I get myself to Fiji or Bora Bora. We're we're rolling with what we got, mm-hmm. and the God the sunset. So in Key West, the sun sets right on the water. It's perfect scenery every time we go. There's photographers lined up with cameras to get the sunset, and I think it's really beautiful. They do sailboat tours during the sunset, so. Every single time the sun sets, there's cute little sailboats that's on the water, and it it just aligns perfectly. I'm also going to include a picture of that on the Instagram when I post this episode so that you guys can see what we're talking about. Oh, that was cool. The the sailboat was right next to the sun. So beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're just there with like a hundred strangers watching the sunset, and you know, everyone's speaking different languages. People are hugging and kissing and taking pictures. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And it I feel like it resets my soul a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's the therapy that I need every, you know, every now and then when life gets rough. I'm like, oh, time to go to Key West. Set my soul right with the ocean. No, I, this is going to sound so cringy and people are going to listen to this and be like, she's. Eh, She's crazy, but I really feel like certain people resonate with the ocean and like certain people resonate with mountains. Yeah, I I, I can agree with and that. I really resonate with the ocean, probably because I'm a Pisces. I don't know about all that. I have to ask my sister, but there's something about the ocean that just makes me feel like connected. I know people are going to 
probably gonna think that's cringy. Yeah, but see, for me, it's the mountains, though. Yeah. So we're gonna have to find a way to compromise. <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> that's why, that's, but that's why we love North Carolina so much because you have the mountains and you have the ocean. Like you have both. When I think of home, I think of being bundled up in the mountains and it's snowing. But I also think shorts and a t-shirt, flip flops on the beach. Yeah, only four I, hours away. I love that North Carolina has both. Me too. I think we're making the right decision. Who knows where we'll end up in North Carolina, like what part. But knowing that we both agree on moving back home is just, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it just really does it all. Yeah. You know. And it's not that expensive. It's better compared to a lot of places, you know. Now, the city, like Raleigh and Cary, is outrageously expensive. Like, it's got numbers that look like Fort Lauderdale numbers. Yeah. And. Yeah, everywhere's getting like that soon now, though. I like living in a small town that leads you into a big city. That's yeah. what I, I love that. Because you can go, you can insert yourself in each area, like, whenever you want. Like, oh, I want to stay close to home today. Oh, I want to go out to the city today. Yeah. Like, you get the best of both worlds. That's how I am. Oh. We're Hannah Montana and up in North Carolina. Oh, and then, but um, we got to tell them about the blanket. The blanket? What yeah. blanket? Going home from Key West. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so cold. So we always rent a Jeep when we're in the Keys, and... We always take the doors off. We always have them take the doors off for us. But when the sun sets, it gets a little chilly wheeling. So I told mom, I was like, I need a blanket. Instead of buying sw uh, sweatpants and a hoodie, because I forgot mine, eeps. I was like, mm, let's go get a blanket, because there's a TJ Maxx and a Ross on the island. We run into Ross. I'm looking at blankets, and I find one for $7.49. That blanket was made for me. God said, here's your blanket, bestie. So, got the blanket. And we, like, wrap ourselves up in the back seat. We are bundled. We're fighting for our life, to be honest. Like, I am tucked in on every place that I can tuck in. <laughs> trying to make the blanket as tight as we can. But it's such an experience. And we will never, ever forget it. So, I'm super glad we got to do that. It's 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 little fun moments like that that you remember... You look like, back on. Yeah, because it, doing stuff like that as a child, like, that's what you remember more. Yeah. I just love being spontaneous. I love, I love, like, pretending I'm a child again. Yeah. There's something about that. Like, I don't have to be a child again, but just, like, doing the things that make me feel like a child. That's what I love about being in our 20s, though, because some days I can be so mature, and then some days I can be just a little baby. Yep. <laughs> just a little both. Bit. I definitely have my moments of both. Like at work, people always ask if I'm in my 30s. I get that all the time. People are like, oh, you're 35. From You could range anywhere from 18 to 35. Yeah. <laughs> and then people always ask me my age. And when I tell them, they're like, there's no way. I was like, yeah, I am just a baby. It's ridiculous. But yeah, at work, I, I can be so mature and then come home and Get my little moon juice, juice, my juice, juice, and my snack, snacks. In my river. And you gotta, it's balance. It's about balance. 
you know? Oh. But yeah. But yeah, so spring break was was really fun. We almost died like 10 times. Yeah, time. yeah, because the driving is just so unpredictable and intimidating sometimes. The bone to pick was Apple Maps. Now, yes, I'm an iPhone girly. I love Apple Maps. I've always used it. But I know everyone says Waze is better. I've tried Waze like three times and I just can't get used to it. But I think I have to get used to it now because we were driving in Miami. And when you're driving in Miami, the roads look like a freaking Twizzler. Like they twist and turn so many ways. So Apple Maps does not do a good job of separating the roads. It makes it look like one. So, of course, we were on the turnpike, and the lanes started splitting, like, ten different ways. And I just picked the one that I thought I was supposed to go on, which was wrong. So, I immediately swerved to the left. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. It, like, only changed our ETA by a minute. You know, it's fine. I'll just get off on the next exit. And as I'm getting off on the next exit... I realized that it put me in an exit lane and I don't need to be in that lane. I need to get a lane over. Well, for some reason, the right lane, like six cars were piled up and they were, they were honking. They were slamming on brakes. I couldn't get over. So instead of taking that exit, which I did not know where that road was going to take me, I was not about to keep taking the wrong freaking road. I was already getting annoyed, stressed, anxious. So I was like, mm, full send. So I put my foot on the gas. And I told John Patrick, I was like, my gas pedal was all the way down. I'm not going to lie, I was a little scared. <laughs> I put the gas pedal all the way down because I knew I was not getting over if I didn't speed up. So our heads like smacked the back of our chairs. And I just zoom. I zoom. And luckily, I made it in time to, like, weave my little car in before the exit had cut off. And I was laughing so hard to, like, stop myself from crying. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, he almost played me, wasn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. but the fact that that's normal, like, that's just a normal day in Florida. Yeah, it is. I have seen, like you said, you've seen people turn left from the far right lane. Yes. I've seen that happen more than once. That's like a daily occurrence. And yesterday we came from the grocery store and I was in the lane, the far right lane, which you could go straight or you can turn right on red. We were going straight. The cars behind me were turning right on red. This mother hecker lays the horn on me for like three to four seconds. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you so dumb to think that everyone's going to the right? Like. It's like, do you not know this lane goes straight as well? This is a multi-purpose lane, sir. And it's just the fact that they're not patient. Like, yes, it sucks that I'm going straight and I'm at the front line. So that I can't let you guys turn. Oopsie, sorry. But that's how life works. The lane goes straight yeah. to the right. Straight, straight. straight indicator. So, Such thing. 
I was laughing. I was like, imagine being so dumb and like having your panties in a twist that you can't wait two to five minutes for the light to turn green. <laughs> and I was laughing because when the light turned green, I was like, <laughs> this is so awkward. I'm going straight. <laughs> and you thought I was turning. Like, I people are so wrong. They think they're right. That's my biggest pet peeve. That is my biggest pet peeve. For someone to be so wrong and sit there and be so confident. That's annoying. It is. That confidently wrong. I, I hate it. Weird, you know. It's, it's ridiculous because what are you trying to prove? You must have some sort of gut feeling that you're wrong. I don't get the whole, like, honk at people in front of you when you don't know what's going on. Right. Like, I I know my place. I know when to honk, and I know when to not honk. Like, I'll honk when someone cuts me off. I'll honk when someone almost runs into me. And I am petty. If someone honks at me, I honk back. Yeah. I'm like, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> you hate it when I honk. Yeah, it's a little aggressive, but it's okay. I'm a very aggressive driver, but I'm safe. You are. Yeah, you're safe. I'm aggressive, but I'm safe, and I get from point A to point B. Yeah, true. You may not like it. It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but it is what it is. <laughs> well, driving down here is a different beast in general Yeah. from driving anywhere else. Yeah. Like, I could be the best driver ever, but then come here, and the other drivers make you a bad driver. The fact that... People don't know how to use a four-way stop sign or a roundabout is beyond me. Like, the other day, we were in the middle of downtown Miami. And, well, I guess I should say South Beach. We were in South Beach. And we were at a four-way. And this person just confidently runs the stop sign, like, 30, 40 miles per hour. I'm like, oh, That's scary. Glad it wasn't my turn to go. That is scary. It's just like, can you? are you even reading the signs? Like, do you even know what they mean? Like, what are we doing here? They probably how, don't know what they mean or they're not looking. How are you getting around? Like, by the grace of God? Like, the skin of your chinny-chin-chin? Like, what? Skin of your chinny-chin. I don't... I don't understand. I really don't understand. And... Just like the other day we read a roundabout... And did that person, that person stopped, right? They were just sitting there? Yeah. They're just Why? There. They they were treating they were the roundabout in, in four ways. They were in the roundabout, weren't they? Yes, they, they were they, in the roundabout and just sitting there. That's, that, that's so annoying. I can't get over that. This is not how that works. And the fact that people just drive around here with parts missing off their car. I passed a woman the other day. And her door, her passenger door was missing and it was just duct taped. Yep, I've seen that before. But I think it's due to the insurance. The insurance here sucks. And people do not... If I were to get hit today, tomorrow, I do not have the money to fix my car. Who does? And my insurance... What is it? Premium, deductible, whatever, is so high that it's basically pointless. Unless you have three to $5,000 sitting in your bank account. Pointless. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get to that. Yeah. And even if you do, there's other things that come first, like debt, bills, food, groceries. If you have children, if you have dogs, like, yeah. So 
there's a lot of people driving around without bumpers and fenders and whatnot. Yeah. Windows. Crazy. It's so wild. But I'm looking at me. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> you're just staring at me talking. You're listening. You're, you're, That's you're part like, of what the podcast is. You're like admiring me while I'm talking. Well, I am. <laughs> I'm proud of you. You're proud of me? Yeah. For what? For doing this. For doing my podcast? Yeah. I love my podcast. It makes me happy. So how can how can people support your podcast? Well, that's funny you ask because I was going to mention it. Um, so Spotify created a way for people to support their favorite podcast by donating. And you can donate it and set it up like a monthly subscription. And you can choose the amount. I know... It's like ninety nine cent a month, four ninety nine or nine ninety nine a month, and the money goes directly to me. And um, I will then take the money and put it directly back into the business. I really want to get an LLC. It's a hundred dollars for the certificate. I do not have the hundred dollars for that right now. And I want to take the minor crisis multiple places. Like, I want to be able to put it as a brand. And yes, it's my podcast right now and I love my podcast, but I want my podcast to help people and to expand it. Whether that be just a community where I help people or, you know, I do different little projects. I just want to open it up. To have room to grow in the future. Yeah. But um, if any anyone that sets up to donate, it goes back into the business as far as equipment to make the podcast better. Um, I did mention I want to do videography. So I want to be able for people to watch us mm. when we record the podcast. Um, so I want to get that uploaded so there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, but... We should do bloopers. <laughs> bloopers? <laughs> Cut that out. You just hear me screaming at myself and crying and throwing... <laughs> last night. <laughs> yes, we actually did try to film last night, and I had a Molly moment. I definitely had a minor crisis and was like, mm, I don't like this. And I don't like this little life. I was... I just sometimes I get so in my head about what my podcast should be and what I want it to be that it becomes something negative. Like it becomes too much in my head about what people think about me and what I think people want to hear from me. But then that no longer becomes authentic and that becomes opposite of why I started this podcast. Yes. So. So you needed a night to sleep on it, you know. Yeah. I needed to walk away. Get in a good place. Yeah, I feel much better. I feel like I deserve to say the things that I want to say in a way mm -hmm. that I want to say them. And I don't need to be thinking about other people. Yeah. Because like I said, I've done that my whole life and I, I don't need to do that anymore. You shouldn't. And my name is on this, so it should be 100% me. So that makes me really happy. And I'm really glad you were there to help me last night. 
It really means a lot that you care so much. Of course I do. I love you. I love you. <laughs> no, you're so supportive about my dreams and ambitions. I always will be. Yeah, Of course, always will be. Thank you. Um... But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It it was a little short one, which is okay. I feel like it was a good one. Um, I'm very excited for next week. I don't know what is going to happen next week, but <laughs> it'll be there. And then the week after that, it's your birthday. Yeah, the week after that's my birthday. I'm excited. I might do two episodes for my birthday. You should. Like, spice it up. Spruce it up. Do something different. Have fun with it. You should. I'm just having fun. That's that's what it's all about. It's supposed to be fun. Yes. Um. So if you would like to donate, you can hit the button on the Spotify. I think in the description you have to hit the more button. And then it'll say support this. It might say channel. Support this channel. Support this show. This artist or something. Uh, yeah. Whatever it says. And then follow the minor crisis pod on instagram that's where you can see updates pictures links any information um um, i try to be more chatty on there i like to interact with everyone on there and i think that's about it thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you guys next week bye